the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. Welcome to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. I had to look to make sure it was the two of you. Ken is off again this weekend. He's heading back this way. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How good, are we? Good morning. I am well, thank you, Mark. It was a little chill. I mean, it was beautiful out this morning. It was warm, but it was moist. I, got I might say it was chilly, but that's just me. It was chilly here, but when I left right. my house out in the sticks, in the sticks, it was warm. I live kind of in the sticks, and it was, I think, sixty-one. Oh, that's right. But you're rather reptilian in nature, <laughs> so it's a different sixty-one. It's a different for you. sixty-one. Absolutely. It, it, I debated whether I would be wearing my jacket this morning. I just put it on anyway because I figured if it got too hot in the car, I could turn on the AC this morning or go. open a window. I was I was thinking you should have said "Good morning, Seattle," but yeah, I'm not going there. <laughs> as much as I love the show and have a bazillion of them that I'm watching from, oh, my I wasn't DVR. even referencing it, the show. I was thinking of our weather yeah. and just how it is, how it's been this month. Well, yeah. it is moist. very moist yeah. here. It was drizzly when we got to La Jolla. But out in the sticks, it was dry. Well, in your sticks, I had the wipers on, on and off, intermittent from the time I left the garage this morning. Did you really? I did. Okay. Okay. I sit corrected. There you go. As I sit here. It has been fairly cool, has it not? It has been. There there have been a few lovely afternoons Afternoons with bright sunshine and warmth over the last couple days. Well, but most of that bright sunshine and warmth, that was was really difficult to get out. It was. Uh, had clouds and low clouds and fog or you know low clouds mixed in so i don't know we're not there yet yeah yeah Uh, and you told me something just was it yesterday ago Lindbergh field hasn't had a totally sunny day since sometime in february that's what you were telling me that 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 makes perfect sense makes perfect sense and that's why you are sad because it's not the desert here but i'll bet people who don't like hot weather are enjoying and loving the this. temperatures. Uh, I'm sure having. there are it's seven, or eight, seven hot, or eight people yes. that are loving it. 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 And, and we're expecting another cool storm this weekend. We're in, inland, you know, in the sticks where I come from. We're expecting temperatures 20 degrees below normal for this time of year. That was my big booming radio voice for emphasis. I hope it went through. Did it go through? It, it, it went did. through. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We're there. And, and we're expecting between one one-hundredth of an inch of rain and one to two-tenths of an inch of rain this weekend, which is is nominal, and it's not going to right. account for a, uh, a watering of any, yeah, of any so. kind. But it but will it, dust off it, some leaves, it'll, and it'll make it cooler, and the plants won't need as much water. Correct. It'll All decrease their need. Right. And it doesn't happen very often that in the early, middle June right. that we have a cold storm. It's the truth. So maybe it is more like Seattle. Although when I was in in uh, Trinidad, California, a few weeks ago, it was kind of just like it is here right now. It we had sun in the afternoons. It was warm. There was not much drizzle. So maybe we are topsy turvy. My, my daughter's moving to Trinidad, California. That is so cool. Well, it, it, yeah, <laughs> literally, literally cool up there. Um, when that's yeah, well, coming up. Yeah. That's really neat. Um, at least for a little while. 
Well, it, it may get it may get old after a little while, but it's beautiful up there. It is. How how did she get to Trinidad? Great question. Okay, still okay. don't really have a true answer, but yeah. so we're still having continued cooler than normal weather, which is creating all sorts of interesting situations in the garden. But before we get into any of that, what are you, what are you going to say? Well, I was going to say, when I first came to California many, many years ago, the joke was it was so easy to be a weatherman here because you would say night and morning, low clouds, sunshine in the afternoon. And it's not like that right now. Well, it's night and morning, low clouds with some night and morning, low clouds in the afternoon. With more clouds in the afternoon. Yeah. Never it's breaking. It's still just as easy. It's just a di- Well, you have to learn a new phrase. And you have yeah, But you most don't... weather people, did you say weatherman? I, I may have said that. Oh, my goodness. I Most weather people, um, I think, can put a second sentence into their repertoire. Yeah, maybe. Well, the ones mm-hmm. I see. The way, I don't know. Weather, weather uh, people around don't. here. Ba, ba, da, ba, da, ah, ah. They can mention that uh, this will be the first rainstorm where Mission Valley won't get flooded this time. That's right. right. <laughs> that's right. I swear to you, one drop and then that's it. Then they have to close down roads and everything. And I can't get to Fashion Valley anytime soon. I I was thinking about that this morning. With all the rain we had, I don't remember us getting wet very often on a Saturday morning first thing coming from the parking lot to the station here. Correct. Did we we not have many Saturday morning early rains? I don't think we did. Yeah. I recall a few, but nothing where you needed umbrellas. Right. Well, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Are you Are done good? with the weather? Yes. I'm done with All the right. weather. All right. Do we have any classes anytime? Soon? We do. Today, Saturday, June 10th in San Diego at 9 a.m., growing tomatoes all year long with Chuck McClung. And at 9.30 in Poway, it is vegetable seed saving with Adams. Next week, I can't, wow, 17, it's the 17th next week. That's the day before Father's Day. Right. Okay, well, that's handy because I was curious when that was going to be. Okay, so so the 17th at 9 a.m. in San Diego, companion planting with Kathleen and plumeria care and culture at 9.30 in Poway with Mike Atkinson. Yeah, I'm glad that's... we're doing that on the 17th of June because that's a safe date in Southern California, in San Diego, where it will always be sunny, warm. It'll be hot in June, and it'll be a perfect time to talk about plumerias because they will come out of their winter cold dormancy. They need the sun. They need the warmth to really perform and do their best. Absolutely. So it's a great time to do it. And it's a very popular class. Plumerias are huge. It is, and and he grows a lot of them. But I don't know how warm it's going to be That's, this yeah, year. Yes. I know where you were going with that. I don't think we're going to have the warmth and the uh, production well, early and the on. Plumerias and everything else this year are way behind. Everything Correct. is behind, right? And if you can't make Mike's class uh, on the seventeenth, he's actually going to do one in San Diego at the other store the following week on the twenty fourth. That would be the six days after Father's Day. Is that correct? Roughly, más o menos, give or take. Okay, okay. What do you, what else do you have on there? What's going on in Balboa Park? Is the fair, has the fair started? We talked about the fair last week. Yes, the fair started this past Wednesday. You get a chance to check out our exhibit. And the other ones, too. Well, specifically ours, but yes, the other ones. If you're going to be there, look at them all, but look at ours. Okay. Why? Because, because it's, gorgeous. it's gorgeous. Yeah, I was going to say. It's okay. A, it's a beautiful Aren't exhibit. we the longest exhibitors in yeah, fair? We're, we're old. Yes, thank you very much. Yes. Since... Since before World, what, what was it, 1938 or something yeah, like that, something except like that. for a couple of years off for World War II. Correct. And, and COVID. a couple of years off for COVID. We've been exhibiting, yes. We've been there for a long time. Do you guys remember when there used to be the the uh, spas right outside oh, yeah. the O'Brien yeah, yeah, yeah. building, yes. and it was all a tropical jungle? Yes. And there were usually people sitting by the spas, if I yes, recall correctly, as a, as a youngster. Do you remember any of that? Mm-hmm. My first time was in 19, and only time, was 1994. We will have to ask Ken about that next week, because I believe some of that waterfall in there was built by his grandfather. I believe that's true. And yeah. I just don't remember which part, so I don't want to give yeah. misinformation. Incorrect information. You can go to the weather people for that. <laughs> no? Wow. Yes, you can. That was, you that can. was aggressive. Why are you? Why are you shaking your head? You you started it. I did start it. I apologize. I, I stand corrected, sit corrected. That's it? That's it. On that, classes. I gave the classes. Okay. What else should they look at at the fair? 
when I was there on whatever day, oh, I was there yesterday, (laughs) (laughs) yesterday morning on my way in, um, stopped by, everything still seems to be functioning. The fire is in place, and it is giving off zero emissions. We have a zero emissions campfire, so <laughs> we're helping Helping in, there. That, in that regard. And the uh, the water feature. I, Just a, I was, a little bit over from us? Yes, two, two displays over. I met with him, and he added another beaver to his water feature and beaver dam. And That's a nice touch. It, and it, well, the display, I think it's pretty... Neat for its first time. and What I thought was interesting about it, that water display, and it's gorgeous, is how quickly this mound of soil turned into a beautiful tropical oasis or, or oasis with a waterfall so quickly. And those guys just put it together almost overnight. Thanks, George. How long did it take us to do that other display, which isn't that much bigger? Uh, a little bit longer. But we're a lot older than those guys. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, that's true. Okay, fair enough. And the garden railway display. Also very nice. The details. And a but lot they brought of, in like 500 people. I mean, yes. and that might be some hyperbole, but they had a lot of folks out there working on that train display all day long. Not one or two, but 10, 15 people all day long. And it shows. And it shows. Yeah. It, it looks really nice. And then there was a lot of awards. I should know who it is, but around the corner, the outdoor patio, The it was a setup of a, a table with chairs and like a dining room table or an outdoor patio table and a nice bottle of wine on top i don't recall seeing that one it was well it was the one that i told you i was joking with them that there were two people standing there observing their display and they were looking at it and talking about it and i said hey those plants aren't going to plant themselves and i was thinking i was pretty funny about that they didn't seem to enjoy it as much as i did (laughs) They also uh, picked up the Walter Anderson Most Practical Landscape Award, the easiest uh, display for somebody to replicate in their own yard. The least amount of effort for the most effect. Why are you looking at me? Oh, and I'm just thinking of ours. Ours would not be that easy to replicate. No, no. And the water feature, as spectacular as it is, that would not be something that a homeowner could go home and replicate in any way, shape, or form. True. What was the name of the waterscape people? Do you remember that name off the side of the? Because I no, can't. I can't. No, I have his card. It's sitting on my desk at that, home. Not, it's not, not going to help not me. Not helping much at no. all. Um, so, if you have not yet gotten to the San Diego County Fair at Del Mar, formerly known as the artist, formerly known as the Del Mar Fair, it opened on Wednesday and is open every day except for Mondays and Tuesdays, and then I'm sure it'll be open. Monday, the 3rd of July. Right. And the last day will be the Tuesday, the 4th of July. Right. And it's getting it's getting back after two years of, of COVID, of yeah. not being there. It's It changes people's habits and patterns, but uh, it's nice to have it back. And when they were setting up the flowers for judging in the O'Brien Hall when I was there, there were a lot of people with lots of different flowers. I saw dahlias and roses, and okay. they were all... It's pretty spectacular. And their cars were parked where I wanted to park, which is what I (laughs) really noticed. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. If you have questions, please give us a call at 888-344-1170. The number is 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break and be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back. With more Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ, I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is 
travel. It's a travel day for Ken today. If you have questions for us, please give us a call at 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. When we went into the break, we were talking about how cold it is and how bad that is for George. <laughs> but nobody else. And some well, plants, and, I and guess. Plants, and yeah. plants. Well, it has reduced water consumption dramatically. Um, it has reduced uh, attrition of plants that have not gotten enough water because it's been cooler and the stresses are less. Right. And it has reduced ripening. Right. Things are slower, much slower. Kind of like us. Yeah, exactly. I, I, th- I thought it was age, but it might be weather-related. <laughs> it could very well be. It's, yeah. yeah. Real normally, quickly, on a separate note, how did those kids survive for 40 days in the jungle? Has anybody seen anything of that? Is I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right. Now we can continue. Well, I was going to say there are things that are ripening in the yard now. Blueberry, we're eating blueberries. <clears throat> excuse me. Blackberries are, are coming. Well, yeah, but the stuff that I would expect, in addition, like we were talking David Figs. Not a single fig is is edible. I don't even think the coyotes are eating them right now. No, I the squirrels are dumping them on. Well, they were. <laughs> <laughs> the squirrels aren't doing anything in my yard right now. Um, but the figs, the our Corky's Honey Delight fig, one of its claims to fame is it Early. does two crops. It has yeah. the Breba crop, which has developed and f- gotten to size. And now they're rotting and fall, or not rotting. They're dropping off the tree, but they didn't get enough heat to, Fully to ripen. ripen. They're, right. they're, they're awful. Yep. They're inedible, um, even for squirrels. And, and you. Ugh, definitely. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Not even David will eat them. And they're all dropping off because they're growing. The, the plants are growing beyond them. We'll have a summer crop, hopefully. But none of my figs, none of the other figs that only have the late season crop have much of anything on them yet because they're just... Well, has not been much bad. growth. Right. The trees look great. Yes. I mean, the, the leaf structure, they're healthy, they're, you know, and they're growing. But you're right, the, the crop that's on there is just, it, at least on ours as well, the, uh, we have a Violette de Bordeaux that is just Violette du Bordeaux. hard as a rock yeah. at this time of and the year. And the, the Corky's Honey Delight is semi-soft, but there's no nope. development of the inside, and they're totally inedible. We're seeing that, I thought, at least where we are and some of the customers that have been coming into the Poway store are seeing that because it hasn't been warm with tomatoes. They're not getting well, there's fruit no, set. Well, uh, there's no yeah. fruit set. And if they Very are, they're growth. taking a long time. Actually, yeah. they're getting some growth. The right. plants are, are the plants doing a great. decent job, yep. but nothing. And then peppers. I was uh, across the street with my neighbors yesterday, and Mr. Clem was complaining that the complimentary pepper that I put in his yard hadn't done much. Is it a, uh, a bell pepper type? No. Did you start the conversation with beggars can't be choosing? <laughs> no, I ended the conversation okay. <laughs> with that. However, um, probably a month before, there I had planted a snacker, the lunchbox pepper, which I have at home. And this pepper that I put in subsequent is already bigger it is still bigger than the one that was planted a month ago just because it hasn't grown at all. Hmm. And it's, it's different. It's not something we expect here. It is something we expect in Seattle, right? I'm listening. In, in other started, places, yes. yes. Is that where we will? <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Frazier. Yes. Love that show. Another show you couldn't do today. But anyway, um, it's going to change. It's going to warm up here. I guarantee it will. I guarantee it will. And then it. people will be complaining and they'll be yelling hot. at me yep. because I wanted it. Well, it was funny. Uh, yesterday, you were telling me that we're expecting 100-degree well, weather there, in the there was a whole, they, they talked about that in about two weeks, that we're supposed to have a big warm spell. But we've got to get through this cold spell first. But I don't know how that holds up. Well, if late June, it's getting into the 80s and 90s, I would say we're good. Yeah. You okay with that? I am. But I, I don't know if we're actually going to get that. As I looked, you know, Mark and I were chatting this morning. The next warm 70-degree weather doesn't hit us till Thursday of next week, at least on the current schedule. Or forecast. It's not a schedule. I should say forecast. Be more accurate. Words have meaning. Do you want me to plan a party bus or something to get you out to the desert? Or are you going to be okay? No, I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll just... Do you have heat lamps at the house or anything? (laughs) Sun lamps. I lay beneath them. Uh, 
in addition to things not growing and not ripening, we're having a, it seems like a, a greater infestation problem with all the cool season insects. They're not having to go hide. Right. Snails, slugs, sow bugs, they're all out in full force and couldn't care less about the they, hot sun like coming this, out. Yes, they, they like love this, it. Yes. Yeah, normally you wouldn't see the big brown garden snails out, you know, at 9:30 in the morning, but they're out. So true. I right don't know now, how many yeah. I stepped on. They they don't, they don't care. They don't They care. are like honey badger. They do not care. I did a yard dock in uh, North Poway 2 days ago and the snails were everywhere, and they were. There was a citrus tree. It was a variegated lemon, which was covered with fruit. But while I was chatting with the the customers, with the homeowners there, um, I, I probably threw twenty or thirty snails over the bank to to come back another day. But I didn't even touch Two a days. dent. Is that how long it is? Yeah, depends on how far you threw them. I've got a pretty good arm still, <laughs> and, and the he bank really was steep, does. and it yeah. went so. So it's going to take them a little while. But the trees were covered with snails, and they've done nothing to to control that. They were blaming the problems on the tree with their dog. Their dog was doing it all. Well, no, there were, and they were on the tops of the leaves, bottom of the leaves. They were everywhere. And yes, snails have been a problem. They they because of the dog, they got some sluggo right to put down. They're going to start controlling them, but. They didn't really seem that concerned. When you when you speak to customers when they they bring in photographs or leaves and you say, "Well, it's probably it looks like snail damage," and they say, "Well, it's not snails because this is up in a tree," yeah. and they'll put their hand up to show you know maybe six or eight feet high. It's it's up here and and, and you say, "Well, they, snails go up there." And they go, oh no, they no, I've never seen a snail, you know. And so the other day I, I showed you a photograph of a snail that was about eight foot up in a in a nectarine tree. Now you had a tree trimmer had a tree trimmer who was in a big boom truck. He must have been about 35, 40 feet up in the air, and he shouted down to me over his chainsaw that the tree was covered in snails at 40 feet up in the air. So, yes, they, it was a tipu tipuana. So, yeah, they're everywhere, and they'd climb in, and if there's adequate coverage so right. they're not in the sun, they will stay there. And that's what this, this lemon tree had a dense canopy over the top, and so there's no reason for the snails to go down to go and by, eat yeah, the snail exactly. bait. And so... I suggested gently. Actually, these people were very receptive. A lot of times when... And they fight you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm going to pay you to come out to my house and... And then disagree with every statement then, you make. And argue with me every step of the way. But no, they were very receptive. And I, they were very appreciative. They came back to the nursery later that day and bought all the stuff they needed to, to try and get things back to normal. But they were very receptive. They had one... Uh, True bubbler head, you know, the kind with the little adjuster, and it sends out a little fountain of water. No water was coming out of it. But they're watering it twice a week, but no water was coming out of it. It had a drip tube adapter that didn't have a drip tube on it. And so slugs had gone in through the drip tube (laughs) and were preventing any water from coming coming through. If you're having your breakfast right now, you can envision that and enjoy it. Um, But it took me five minutes to... Yeah, to clear that completely to make water flow through it again. But they were totally receptive. They uh, showed me the the sumac between their property and their neighbor's property, and the neighbor wanted the sumac out because somebody from the city had come out and told them that was sumac and it's bad. Was it the laurel sumac? No, it was photinia. Oh, it wasn't a sumac at all. It It was just a misidentified plant. Got it. And then I had uh, somebody ask me. Talking about a ledge. And- no, they asked me what, what app I use on my phone to identify plants, and I was insulted. <laughs> As you well should <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> Bill Nids Wiki. No, no, no. David Brownstead, uh, the, the guy we get Oh, the well, cards he was from. joking because of the, cart, the, the Friday Funny we did on our Facebook page. That's why he asked you. Oh, really? Yes. No, I think he, oh, maybe. Maybe it was a joke and it just went over David's head. It probably yeah. did. It was in, in, yeah. Yes. Oh, no. I Okay, it was because of the Friday funny. Right. But I think he was seriously asking. Because most people, you guys, do you have a plant ID app on your phone, Mark? I do not. Yeah, because you're challenged when it comes to yes. technology. Yes. But you, George Allman, have a plant. Right. Which, what, what do you use? I just use Google Lens, but I only use it after I fail on my, my initial trying to identify it. Right. Well, usually I send it, to, if there's a picture that I can't or can't, I send it to you. Well, that's true. Yeah. And then I... 
I promptly or, ignore it. To, I mean, I'll send it to people that I trust. <laughs> <laughs> to so, not so, you, David. <laughs> so Google Lens works quite well, and it's it's improving daily with uh, the algorithms, and it works. It's it's very very. Um, very effective. I've used it. I've identified stuff and then came to you to validate. The vi- viburnum. Well, viburnum was one, yeah, but the, yeah, countless things. It's just time. Right. But it is very, very nifty to have the Plant ID app. Uh, and, 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 and most people have something on their phone. If they have an iPhone, there's something there they can utilize. And if you have an Android with, with Google, you have it on your phone. So you don't have to up- install any kind of app. It's you know where there. I have a, a tough time is when Audrey in North Carolina sends me pictures oh, same from with, North same Carolina. With me, yeah. Yeah. What's this? Yeah, my son from Virginia will say, hey, Dad, what's this growing in my backyard? I, my, why, why, why don't you know, Dad? You know all of these things. Well, yeah. no. Yeah. I know all of these things around me. I can identify the Cleveland sage on the trails. And, and actually, the, the trails, the plants in the trails yeah. are enjoying the cooler weather. The bees are not enjoying the cooler weather, but they're enjoying the extended bloom because things are Take not it, drying exactly. up and... True. Passing away, uh, passing by the wayside quite so so quickly, and uh, I could could do a hike in the middle of the afternoon in East County, and it wasn't prohib- prohibitively hot. Are you seeing <clears throat> Are you seeing more snakes out? I have not seen a snake yet this year. Oh no, that's not true. I saw a what looked like a garter snake on the trail up in the redwoods. Which I, I never meant would here have in our local no. gardening community. I have seen yeah. lots of pictures from the people out on the trails of lots of rattlesnakes, mostly a week or two ago or two or three weeks ago. But I didn't see any snakes on the trail. And I took a route purposely to try to and find snakes. the snakes. That sounds like you, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not a smart man. I'm not that bright. <laughs> right. Yes. But um, I am concerned on some of the trails because the – the weeds and the Stuff's brush so. get so high and so thick that right. the, that the side of the trail is probably less than six inches from your feet at times. And if there is a snake there oh, on the yeah. side, I'm getting concerned. Our front yard's like that now. With our, we have a beautiful trail with be- flowers coming over one side and flowers on the other, but the trail's getting narrow to go. Yeah. So I've got to prune that up Tr- soon because we've had a couple of rattlers on the property lately you know, just put capri out there with the lawnmower she'll take care of <laughs> she will indeed and if you are a rattlesnake i'd stay out of that yard <laughs> just just in case <laughs> you are listening to garden talk here on am 1170 kcbq and kprz we're going to take a break and be back right after this Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back. Avec more garden talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. And after a heartfelt apology to Anne and El Cajon, I didn't see you up here because I wasn't looking. Good morning, Anne. Sorry you had to wait so long. That's all right. I was enjoying listening to the show. Thank you. How can we help you? Uh, I've got had a problem with, uh, I have a blood orange and a uh, breadfruit. I'm not, I don't remember what, I, it's got pink flesh, that's all I remember. They've been there forever, but this was the first year we had like a huge crop of fruit. And all the fruit on both of those trees, well not all, but 80% of the fruit have little brown uh, like blister, like like leathery patches of brown. I don't know if it's weather related, if it's related to the rain, or if it's something I need to 
spray. I usually don't spray them except for hosing them off with water because they're in the middle of a chicken enclosure. What was it? You said like leathery. It's like, like a hard brown, like a scab. It looks like a scab, like what, what you get on, on your skin. Well, a couple things will cause that on on the on the on the skin if it hasn't been removed. It, it something like thrips or spider mites could cause that. And, and sun as well. Uh, yeah. Not that we've had much, but if if the portions of the fruit were exposed to. I'm going to say hot sun, but that seems so... Right, that's why I didn't go there. Implausible. But we've had some sun. And, you know, the other thing that I was thinking when she first started was the oyster um, scale. Scale, yeah. In in clusters. In clusters. So there is a scale that can get on there as well that can cluster, but not not seeing um, what you have there, that would be my, my guesses. And it doesn't, just with your thumbnail, doesn't flake off or anything. It's it's actually in the skin? It's in the skin, but it doesn't go through like i can cut it off okay it's on just it's on like maybe just the very top layer yeah i I would think it was probably the scale i'm sorry um uh, mites or thrips that's what i would think but you mentioned that you don't like to spray that you only like to hose them off a very good spray that is safe to use on citrus is horticultural oil it's just a light mineral mineral oil and it will kill just about everything that gets on citrus except for the leaf miner, which we haven't seen much of because it's been cool. <laughs> Weather, yeah. Um, but I would consider getting some horticultural oil. And if you would like to bring a sample of the fruit to either of our two... Or take pictures because we don't want to transport. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's Let's right. Take Thank pictures. you for reminding yeah. me. Take pictures of your fruit and bring it into either of our Walter Anderson locations. Um, we'll take a look and identify it for sure. But... The horticultural oil is a good start to get rid of yeah, anything. Really Most on everything there. on there, yeah. Except it's, for the it's not a poison. Sunless. Either, so. Except, yeah, if it's sun damage or rodent damage, it's not going to help, but it doesn't sound like it. No, no, it, it definitely isn't. I, I thought it was weather-related just because this was the first year, you know, that we've had trees in there right next to each other, and, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of weird weather-related things this year, so... Because of all the moisture, could could be, but it doesn't. Kind of in the shade, of, they're like shaded by two big avocado trees, so that's why I was thinking it might be. Even when that trees. happens, sometimes we see just an individual in localized yeah. port areas where sun gets through, uh, and even during years like this, I've seen sunburn on plants that you wouldn't boxwood that you wouldn't expect, just in the areas where the sun actually hits, and so it wouldn't be everywhere on the tree but just in in localized areas but take some pictures and bring it into one of our stores if you can't get to one of the walter anderson nursery locations there are other places you could take it um and maybe get good advice how was that (laughs) yes you could info at walteranderson.com we should know that i thought you were gonna have her text it to our text phone number yeah Okay. Keep keep listening, and in about in about sixty, keep listening, and in about sixty seconds, George will tell you where to send that email. Um, actually, okay. just send it to David R. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I was going to say which store. Send it to David R. Okay. at WalterAnderson dot com, and make sure you spell Anderson with an e, a n d e r s e n dot com, because it still goes to a gentleman in, in Germany England or Germany, and he has started forwarding me emails again uh, but there's usually a two to three day delay so david r at walter com. thanks for the call ann and thanks for waiting okay. bye-bye thank you and i think i need to hit that and then i'll hit that and say john has a citrus question el cajon easy for me to say good morning john uh good morning what was your citrus question uh I have uh, several uh, citrus trees that are approaching 50 years of age, and I'm wondering what the life expectancy of a standard citrus tree would be. A standard happy citrus tree, we refer to the parent Washington naval orange tree in Riverside, California, which is how old, George? Uh, I don't remember exactly. 1889? 1880s, I believe. 
So if it is properly cared for more than 100 years, if I do my math correctly, almost 130. There's one in the underground gardens in Fresno that's over 100 years old as well. Underground? It's it's underground, but there are openings for the plants to grow. Underground gardens. So 100 plus years. So if you're having problems with it, you don't get to blame it on age yet. There could be other factors that are causing that, and food and water are a couple of them. Typically, yes. Bugs. Pests, yeah. moisture on the trunk. Are you seeing any peely, scabby bark on the trunk? Uh, there are some branches that look, it looks more like sunburn. Uh, it could be. Yeah. If it gets thinned out, that happens. Uh, you want to make sure that citrus is maintained as a big bush because they are very thin-skinned. They do not take teasing well. And if the sun gets in and, and hits the the bark, it will kill the bark in those areas and peel it off. So the best thing to do, I guess you could whitewash it, but feed it a lot and try and get some new growth on it to protect those branches. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm sure that they have enough water and, and enough fertilizer, but uh, it seems like all the trees have uh, less foliage than they have in the past. It usually, um, well, I shouldn't say usually. Frequently, we have this conversation with with people, right? And they are certain of food and water. And sometimes the watering portion is not up to uh, not up to, to, to what they especially need, especially as the tree has matured and, and has grown. And it, the, it needs a larger basin, etc. And, and you and, just gave an example earlier of a, a of a uh, person whose irrigation was being turned on regularly but wasn't functioning properly and yes, so that I can did. happen as well and actually the in another basin they were on bubblers but there was slope there was elevation to the Towards. basin so half the tree didn't get water if the tree is thinned out there is a cultural problem for it if it has not been trimmed and insect damage scales if uh, if oils have not been sprayed recently or within the last couple of years scales can build up and no matter how much food and water you give it they're taking so much energy directly out of the bark of the tree it's not going to 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 thrive and on many occasions i and some of our customers have sprayed horticultural oil and seen results within weeks to to a month because the the energy is now going back into the leaves that was not getting there. And, and don't discount snails and slugs, which will decimate citrus trees and, and remove a lot of foliage as well as some of the bark off of the, uh, younger, the younger branches. Yeah, snails, more tender. Are, not a prob- yeah, yeah. snails have, have not been a problem. So <laughs> it, it sounds like the horticultural oil would be the answer. Give, yeah, give, how give does, that a I mean, try and make sure that you're watering yeah. on a— How do you water it? I have uh, two two mist sprayers, uh, mist on sprayers? Each tree, and and I I water when it's cool uh, a week for about four hours, and when it's warm every ten days about four hours. That's about the right frequency, but the mist sprayers are very very low volume, and four hours may not be enough for that tree. I, I would. Uh, it sounds like they're getting plenty of water, but I would not discount water as part of the problem. And I would try increasing the, the duration uh, from maybe four to six or eight hours and see if that doesn't help. Um, but, but the horticultural oil would be a good, a good place to start as well. And are the, if the trees are not mulched, put a four to six inches of mulch under there, and then the water that they do get will, will last Stay, longer. Yeah. Yes, I yeah, I checked the soil for moisture, and, and I have a, what I call a cover crop uh, underneath all the trees. What What is the cover crop? I I think it's called uh, periwinkle. Vinca. Okay, make sure you compensate. I, I don't like to have plants under my yeah, trees because they're, they're competing. The moisture, yeah. They're competing for food and water, right. so... That might be Part something problem, to, yeah. to consider removing. Start with the oil. If that doesn't solve the problem, I get the periwinkle out from under there. Cause, uh, yeah, see, bear, in, bear in mind that these trees are, uh, I planted them, and they're, all, as I said, coming on 50 years. And uh, this is the first, first time that they haven't looked very healthy. 
How long has the periwinkle been there? 30 or 40 years. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, I would uh, I would look at water, and I would look at the spray. And totally, hope, totally hope, agree with that. Hope, hope that, that that'll help. Uh, try the horticultural oil and let us know. Thanks for the call, yeah. John. Sure, you bet. Thank you. If there's a pause, pause. Oh, because I hit the wrong button. There you go. <laughs> if you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk on KPRZ and KCBQ. We'll be back with right at, with more right <laughs> after this. <laughs> Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And welcome back. To Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman shaking his head, which we don't need to discuss. I want to come back to Citrus and uh, the call we were caller we were just talking to. But before we do that, we are going to speak to John Botanical Garden. Have you ever heard that last name before? <laughs> Botanical it's Garden? A, it's an interesting name. I wonder where it, where it derives from. But botanical garden. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Oh, lauded garden doctors. May I describe the situation? Please. Uh, Thin skin, sunburn easily, scaly and crusty bark, lack of hydration, really drying out. Oh, wait a minute. That's not my citrus tree. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew you were going there because it sounded like me. No, I I uh, am very thankful for all the classes that you do at Walter Anderson's, and I enjoy it. Now, I don't usually attend classes, but I could not resist attending Farmer Roy's class last week, and I learned a lot, and it was so much fun, and, uh, and Mike Atkinson's class, too. You will learn so much about plumerias, so I, I will push other people's classes there too. They're, they're fantastic. So, so if you, you are open and receptive to what they have to say, you can learn things. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? Anyone can learn things from from these great authorities on horticulture. I need to sit down and listen to some of them. Thank you. You probably they, should. They really are. <laughs> But I wanted to just pass on. I didn't. I, I listened carefully, but then I hadn't had my coffee yet. <laughs> I didn't hear that the uh, Bromeliad show was pushed at Balboa Park today, and that is to me one of the best plant society sales uh, of the whole year. And so uh, I saw some friends' pictures of what's offered for sale today. And uh, if anybody likes Bromeliads, that's a great sale to attend well thank you i i count on george to do that when ken's not here and he kind of let me down in the (laughs) first first quarter hour so the show and sale is this weekend at balboa park at the casa del prado del prado correct okay you wouldn't happen to know what time it starts this morning would you Oh, goodness. You know, I'm thinking it's probably 9 or 10. That's when most of those start. Okay. Well, since we've 10. given George the proper information, now he's going to utilize his IT abilities and get us that information. And I enjoyed the Iris show and sale uh, that was at the uh, Casa del Prado not that long ago. And I would not have attended if I didn't hear it publicized on your show that morning. And what a sad thing to see all the irises with only about five people in that room. That those have irises have fallen on hard times. I'm afraid. Wow. But that I, is, yeah, that is very sad. Good, uh, I would say probably most of their uh, proponents have are not in the gardening industry anymore. No, I know. Um, 
that is too bad because they are a fantastic plant. They do very well here with minimal care. They increase. One plant becomes many more you can share with yourself right, or friends right. and family. It is a wonderful family, which kind of describes bromeliads as well. Yes. Well, bromeliads are pretty hot right now. They're, they're, the society is pretty vibrant and robust, and they, they have a lot of nice stuff for sale. So I think people would enjoy it. Okay, we Very want to cool. see more than five people out there at the Bromeliad show this this weekend. I'm impressed that you hear there's a Bromeliad show or an Irish show and are able just to, on the same day, go there. Yeah. Well, I had to cancel some things to make it happen, but uh, but I appreciate it. And I bought a lot of stuff at the Irish sale, so oh. it was there was some really neat stuff. Thanks, thanks for the call, John. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Take Bye-bye. care, John. Take care. Yep. Bye-bye. And and just you know to to fill in the rest of the blanks there it starts at eight a.m. today eight oh, wow. to ten okay that's a long time eight to ten p.m. Holy eight a.m. to ten p.m. and is it just today and that's tomorrow? today mm-hmm. in room one hundred one uh, at Casa de Prado and tomorrow from eight a.m. to six p.m. okay wow I think I'm gonna go okay well thank you John and George John's gone though so we don't need to talk to him he's listening I I know um. Doing the same thing over and over. Well, as plants grow, their needs change. Absolutely. And um, basins need to increase over time. Yeah. And it sounds like, well, anyway, let's go down to Chula Vista and talk to Alan. We haven't heard from Alan for a while. You've been on vacation, mister? Good morning, morning, guys. I'm here. I've been snowed under with weeds, so to speak, (laughs) working on them every spare minute. Um, That lady that called in earlier about the uh, problem of the brown spots on the on the fruit on citrus. Yes, I had that very same problem, but it was like the 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 uh, first wave of fruit that was there when the weeds were under it is when it started to appear, and now the the newer fruit is uh, looks like it's pretty clear. But I also noticed that the uh, since I hadn't been watering and fertilizing regularly because of the weeds, that uh, the fruit was turning soft around those broad, brown spots. And then uh, some of it would drop off, but some of it would just be hanging on the tree. So I had to go around and pull all that stuff off. But uh, now that the weeds are cleared out, I'm going to uh, water and fertilize. But I, I did want to mention uh, I called in last year, last season sometime, and I did have great success with horticultural oil. Uh, from scale on the tree. Very good, very good. And, and the tree the tree is coming back. Uh, I had a few branches that just died off that I'm going to trim out, but uh, the tree looks pretty healthy now, and the fruit looks good except for the brown spot thing. Excellent, Alan. Thanks for the thanks for letting us know. And that reminds me that during the stormier period, fruit gets blown around on a tree, and they can hit little stems and put a hole and pierce the skin, yeah, skin. and then it will rot Bruise around them. that. I'm going to post that video. I, I sent you a video I did of a lemon that was being blown, and it was getting pierced, uh, by a, and it just started rotting right there. So that's Pierce's disease? That's not Pierce's disease. <laughs> oh. That's something else. That's yes, pierced. That's pierced that's totally disease. It's different. mechanical damage is what it's likely, uh, or what we typically call it, mechanical damage. Thanks for the call, Alan. All right. Thank you. But I, I like him reinforcing the horticultural right, so, oil exactly. because that we, we tell people that regularly to just go out. And even if you don't see anything, there's no harm in, and a lot of benefit, a lot of upside to doing that on a regular basis. And, too. and not weekly. I mean, a couple times a year. Citrus is going to get insects. I mean, it's... Which is why we yeah. suggest once or twice right. a year... Just going out and do it. That you just spray them with horticultural oil. Again, it's not destroying the planet. It's not creating resistance. It is controlling problem bugs right do you agree fully agree agree and completely agree or disagree and the weeds i uh some of the weeds in my yard have not been totally controlled and they're getting dry so they're getting the seed heads on top which are painful and i spent more time taking the burrs out of my (laughs) gloves and sleeves i had the brilliant idea yesterday of putting on my garden gators Okay. And if you since we can't get garden gators anymore, the sleeve protectors for thorns and that took care of the 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 sticker problem. Uh, but you can't get them anymore. So maybe a good pair of gauntlet gloves would would take care of that. Right. I I could just clean up the stuff that's preventing me from mowing that situation having to pull them by hand. But 
on a totally separate note. 50 years ago, Secretariat won the Triple Crown, Mark Mahaney. Oh, really? I can't believe it's been 50 years. What were you doing 50 years ago, George? Not watching horse races. You were in the... You were out on a boat somewhere, weren't you? You think about that. The um, rain we're going to expecting the moisture we're expecting over the weekend and the cooler temperatures are not going to count as a watering so no you still have to water you may be able to delay it a day or two but you're still going to have to water do we have any classes coming up george san diego at 9 a.m growing tomatoes all year long with chuck mcclung and in poway at 9 30 vegetable seed saving with adams and the bromeliad show and sale at the Casa del Prado in Balboa Park today and tomorrow. Started. Today and tomorrow. You've been yep. listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170. Gar- Garden Talk. Auto Talk is up next. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.